This episode is brought to you by ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels is a tool we use here at Boss Free Society. You can easily create opt-in and lead capture pages, sales order pages, webinar pages, auto webinars, and membership sites. You can get a two-week free trial by going to bossfreesociety.com forward slash click and special for our boss free ballers when you sign up to get your free trial we will send you a complete sales funnel built by russell brunson shut the front door tim yes it's true patty it is true and again you can find that at bossfreesociety.com forward slash click Hey everybody, it's Patty Dominguez with Tim Wambeck, episode 62 of the Boss Free Society podcast. And today we are featuring a seven-figure earner with the network marketing industry. His name is Simon Cryer. Awesome dude. We talk about network marketing as a very viable business option. It's company agnostic conversation. We're not promoting any company. Instead, we are talking about the phenomenal industry that it is the ability to create leverage, which is really, really key in understanding this concept. So we cover that and then habits, some tips, tricks, and hacks, some really good stuff in general. So please take a listen. You will learn a lot if you, especially if you've been considering um, getting into network marketing, this is going to serve you really well. So check us on Periscope and Twitter at Boss Free Society is our handle on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Boss Free Society Dojo, D-O-J-O. And of course, if you love what you are hearing and would like to see more of Simon Cryer, please visit the show notes page, bossfreesociety.com forward slash show 62, where all the links will be there for you to grab. Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast, your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included. Hey, Boss Free Ballers, Patty Dominguez here without my co-host, Tim Wambach, because he is serving his crowd, his community with Handicap This. Regardless, we have an amazing guest for you, Simon Cryer from Australia. And Tim, he does the intros typically. I can't give it the same flavor and flair, but you've heard the introduction about Simon, proud husband, which I love, father, and an incredible speaker, coach, and entrepreneur. He's a seven-figure earner in network marketing, also known as MLM, if that's what you guys refer to it as. But after jumping into network marketing, in just 13 months, he had earned already six figures. And what's most impressive about him is that he's been been able to create a seven figure income in the network marketing industry. So we listen to people that know the goods have had that sustainable growth and more importantly, really catapulted it into a career where Simon is a sought out coach and expert. And so he's going to be talking to us about that perseverance and tenacity and building really this dream life by design. So Simon Cryer, welcome to the Boss Reese. Society. 
Man, I'm so excited to be here, Patty. Um, I've been listening to a ton of the speakers that you interview oh, and your right. own content, and I'm fired up. It's like, you know, I listened just this morning to um, the uh, – we're doing a, a – it's weird. We're doing this series at our church called The Inner Critic. And so I was just scrolling through your Facebook page, and I saw your series on The Inner Critic. It's like, oh, that's so good. And at the same time, because I've been listening to all of your phenomenal speakers oh, and you. entrepreneurs that you interview, it's just like, I hope I'm good enough. My no, inner critic my started, to, started to kick in and it was just awesome. Uh, so I love that you guys keep it real and you have fun and you interview some outstanding talent. So I'm honored to be part of your show and I'm looking forward to being able to make a deposit, some sort of contribution to your listeners and your fan base. And I just think what you guys do, you and Tim, is, is absolutely awesome. And I think it's needed. Um, I think you bring a lot of fun, a lot of energy Thank and a lot of insight. It's very, very, very cool. Thank you, Simon. I, I'm, I'm receiving your beautiful compliment because it's it's such a passion project for me. It's something yeah. that's so important that when I was thinking of quitting my job once upon a time, I was so desperate. I was like, who can I go to for the answers that I'm looking for? Because I know that being in this job is just not fulfilling. It wasn't where I hated it and I hated the people necessarily, but it just yeah. wasn't filling my spirit. And I thought I was like, wow, maybe it was a midlife crisis. <laughs> the beginning of that but I really thought I was like gosh there's got to be something else and so really our goal is to help our boss reballers which we call them to really focus on what are the skills as we're interviewing these amazing people like yourself people that that operate in excellence so that's really our goal is to bring those nuggets out of people like you Simon to help people and serve at such a greater level that it creates a movement I mean I, I get chills just talking about it yeah, me too. I, yeah, I think, so I think passionate. we both love the same things, which is to empower people. That's Absolutely. my biggest thing that keeps me going. Hey, normally when I speak from stage as a keynote or as a presenter or a coach, I get I get nervous. I get this adrenaline rush, which is crazy because sometimes it's it's almost like I get this download and I'm not really sure where the talk is going to go. Yeah. And I feel even more like that today because you're in control. You're asking the questions and whoever asked the questions is in control, right? So I have no idea where you're going to take this. Well, I'll tell nervous. you what. I'll tell you what, Simon. The cool interviews are also when the guests flip the script. It's happened a couple of times and it's just like, nice. what? You know, it just kind of blindsides you like, wait a minute, what do I think about that? Wow, okay, you caught me off guard, but it's all good. But here's what we're going to do. Before we start, what is a random fact about you that many people or most people just don't know? Any random fact? Oh, my gosh. See, you're already starting with these left field questions. Yeah, we're I making love it. you think today. Random fact is, you know, I would say that most people, even in my own business, don't realize how not busy I am and how available I actually am. Most people have this illusion that my phone is ringing off the hook. Like I've got my phone right here and you'll probably notice it won't ring one time. I don't even have it on silent. I should probably put it on silent because I'm tempting fate, but <laughs> it probably won't ring one time. And, you know, I have people who need help, people who deserve help, who let the inner critic or whatever mm. mind virus, whatever message, and I think you called it, um, and uh, we might talk about that a bit later, but they, they let that prevent them from asking for help. And, or they let some sort of programming say it's weak to ask for help, you know? And so my biggest secret is how available I am right now for free 
to a lot of people. And so I would say that's my that's my fact that not a lot of people know. Wow. So how about if we take that whole idea? I was always taught from the good coaching that I've received um, as I've been on this journey is you give your time to the people who deserve it, not to the people who need it. So how do you weed out those people that maybe are complainers or energy vampires? So if somebody is hearing this and say, wait a minute, this is my ticket. I'm going to get some free coaching from Simon. Yeah. Can you put some parameters around that? Yeah, absolutely. Here's what I think. Um, My thinking is that intention always shows up and people know what to look for. You know, I'm always looking for, let's say if I'm in someone's living room, we call it a lounge room in Australia. It just kind of sounds cooler. The idea that you could lounge around with a cravat and a cigar. Hell yeah. (laughs) Right? I'll but, have a martini uh, with that, you know. Yeah, that's right. So if we're doing an event, if we're doing, um, let's say, a private business uh, briefing at somebody's house, as a presenter or if my guys are presenting, I want them to show up first where the energy is the greatest. You know what I mean? You don't want to go to someone who's in your living room sitting like that, yeah. kind of crossing their arms, crossing their eyes, yeah. and the most negative people. But a lot of people do because they want to get into convincing and selling and we teach people, hey, it's not about convincing and selling. Our business is about a business of empowering and a business of building and developing a business, right? Rolling out a proven business system, just like any business, right. you know, like a franchise business. But this is just more of an affordable franchise model. And so, yeah, I think to work with your des- where you're deserved over where you're needed. I, I learned that from Jim Rohn. He said, you know, uh, nature responds to seed, not need, right? right? So it doesn't matter what you need. It's, it matters what you deserve. So I'm looking for a tennis match with people. You know, you can only, you can only hit the ball back. So I hit the ball once. Uh, let's say if I'm working with you and now you have to hit it back to me. I'm not allowed to have two turns. I'm not allowed to hit the ball twice. <laughs> so point. I'm like that in my business where I'm hitting the ball to guys in my team. I'm hitting the balls to uh, people who I'm probably got in my pipeline. You know what I mean? I'm putting them in a, in a like a, I don't know, a funnel and uh, I'm hitting the ball to them. If they hit it back to me, that's awesome. I can hit it back to them and we've got a conversation going, which is a two-way tennis game, which is enjoyable. And so, but if I hit the ball and there's no response, I'm looking for the next. And yeah, parameters around, I could give you um, a really cool example of that. I, I have a... Uh, a business coaching program that I do, which is a seven-module coaching program, um, and it basically uh, unpacks the seven pillars that make this particular business model explode. And it's it's what's evergreen, what's timeless, and it's also what's working powerfully right now. It's what's timely. You know what I mean? Yes. Some people are stuck in like a, a 25-year-old model that they were taught, kind of like you guys say, whisper down the line or whisper down the chain or something like that. Right. Here we call it Chinese whispers. You yes. know, it was said to them, this system was explained by someone up here, which was like 25 years ago, and they pass it on to someone down here, someone down here, someone down here. And that's great. There's some great content there that works really powerfully. But there's also some cool things you can do with text messaging. There's also some cool things you can do with social media. Now, there's some bad things to do. But what, what, what I have in that course is, is really, really cool. And we, we were selling that for like $2,000 a throw and selling it every day at that. And then what I did uh, for some members on my team, I gave them free access to it. And what I found was the people who I gave free access to didn't complete the course. Now, the people, and there's many people um, the lion's share of people who do my course are not even from my business. I don't talk about my company, but what I do is I talk about the principles that will make their business absolutely explode and blow their income up. And so 
What's cool, these people who are not with my company, not with my business at all, but they're my coaching clients, are saying really cool things like, man, this has changed my life. You're like the next Anthony Robbins from Australia. <laughs> yes. So I'm getting some cool stuff. And, and I'm getting um, people who are winning, getting results. And you know why? Because they've invested. They've got skin in the game. And so if there's no skin in the game, it's really difficult to get results. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, I was fortunate enough to have a bunch of coaches who spoke into my life, but I'm grateful and I see this now on the other side. Uh, I'm so happy that even though some of them became my best friends, they wouldn't dishonor my success by giving me stuff for free because they wanted me to be invested in the process so that I'd have skin in the game and so that I could get a return on investment. There was leverage created. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because if there's, if there's no payment, there's no leverage. If there's no leverage, there's no investment. And if, and if you're not invested in it, then there's going to be no return. If you don't have ownership in it, then it's, it's, people don't take any action where there's no ownership. I love that. I love that. That's so brilliant. I love where it's going because oftentimes I hear the the whole statement of like, oh, it's a thousand dollars. That's expensive. Right. But what most people don't understand is it's an investment in your future. And I really think and I'm going to quote. We had a guest. His name is Marcos Orozco. And he he talks about um, growing up in the in literally an urban war zone in, in, in L.A in California and how he's been able just cr- to create this incredible movement. We'll post, post that in the show notes. But he said, if you don't pay, then you don't pay attention. And yeah. I love that quote because it was so true. And there's a, st- a statistic out there that even if people are paying, only 30% of people are accessing that online course that they bought. Why is it only 30%? Why is it right. only that three out of 10 people that even that have invested aren't taking those next steps? And I guess my question for you is, what are these like um, these misnomers that people have about training or or why they're they're not taking their game to the next level yeah yeah look i think i think it's like anything it's like life you know jim Rohn says hey you know what um this you you, there's some things you can't change you can't change the law of the universe now when you get your own planet have (laughs) at it you can go do whatever you want well, while you're here, you're a guest yes. and there's laws. Why does? Why is it the case? It's my daughter's birthday next week. Why is it the case that we're probably going to invite 20 people and what's probably going to happen is probably seven are going to show up. You know, Jim Rohn says, hey, don't sign up for the class to ask why because you're never <laughs> going to change that. Why, you know, when I started um, studying at college, I studied a, a business degree with an accounting major and uh, why is it that? 400 people will start that degree course and why is it that only 50 will graduate it's just one of those things you don't get don't go chasing the why it's just the way it is right. just don't make it you don't make it you the one who's who's part of the people who are not graduating you know don't make it you right. the one who's missing out on the birthday party why is it i don't know it just is it's just the way it is yeah, i know that's a good point it's a yeah, really good point I, I, I mean, I, I've pretty much own all of Jim Rohn's stuff, own all of Tony Robbins' stuff, own all of these great people um, who speak on leadership, and it's just fascinating to me, the mind games, and I think that's the biggest thing. We're all capable of incredible results. You know, you're more capable than you realize you are right now, and you're maybe even a little bit nervous about your capacity. I think someone like you, Patty, knows got an inkling, a clue of how powerful you are on the inside and what it is that's possible for you to accomplish. I think that makes a lot of us fearful. It's like, what if 
I know what's deep inside of me is actually true. It's kind of a scary thought because you could actually change the world. I could actually change the world. You know, and it starts off with one person at a time, but it's meaningful. It's significant. You know, I got interviewed on the radio uh, a couple of weeks ago and um, I was just saying, you know, there's a message in you. You have something unique. You're uniquely made. You're, there's nobody else like you. And so you can bring something to the table that I don't have. In my business, I'm, I'm more of a, a driver type personality. And it's interesting. I want to recruit people who are more supporter type personalities mm. because the overextension of my natural gifting as a driver is I drive people away. And so I need people who are supporter type people. I need people who, who will bake muffins. I need people who um, bring something to the table that I don't naturally bring. And the supporter type people are people who naturally bring trust. You know, so I need people like that who are different to me because I'm going to blow people away. I, you know, I don't want to miss out on 25% of my market because I don't have supporters. I don't want to miss out on 25% of my market because I don't have people who are analytical, right? And I don't want to miss out on 25% of my market of the people who want to have fun and create a crazy space and just be really high energy people who just love to party, love to have the idea of travel and vacations. I don't want to miss out on those people. So I want to be good at being able to reach all of those people. But my natural gifting is not to. So I need those people to reach people that I can't as a team. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think that's a killer point is, okay, so, so the first one is I don't want to, I don't want to lose these thoughts because I think they're really important. You said, hey, I have all of Jim Rohn stuff. I have all of Tony Robbins stuff. And I would venture to guess you've invested pretty substantially in your career, right? Oh, yeah. And so if we're, if we think about investing in a college education and here in the United States, it's $40,000 a year, you know, yep. it, it, it's definitely six figures for a four year degree if you're looking sure. to go to a reputable uh, to a school. And then we complain about a $2,000 course. And this is where my head spins because I'm like, guys, just take the T. Harv Ecker model. And this is what exactly what I applied. 10% of my income when I made the decision to leave my job, 10% of my income, and I was I was making a very nice six figure salary. It, it 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 started me off on the right foot to find the right type of coaching that I required in order to move ahead, right? To start yeah. to put those ideas because what happens is when you invest in yourself, it allows for that coach's hindsight to be your foresight. And that Absolutely. is a very powerful position. So why wouldn't anybody invest in a course if you, like for you, you're a seven figure earner and you yeah. clearly know the goods. You have a sustainable business that's grown over time. You're quoting yeah. these things and you know the fundamentals. Like why wouldn't I invest in that? The other uh -huh. thing to remember for for people hearing this podcast is the idea that what Simon is talking about is really creating like a team, a wealth circle, right? So identifying where your strengths are. And so let me give you a really great example of that. I used to beat myself up about um, this whole concept of I can't get into the the small details of things. That's just not my core competency. And mm -hmm. so there's a great test. It's called the wealth. Uh, I think it's called the wealth profile. I'll link it up in the show notes. But basically it talks about there's different types of people in their characteristics, right? So you can be a star, you can be a creator, you can be a supporter, more yep. of the analytical side. So identifying those strengths, now you know how you play best, 
right? I mean, yeah. isn't that in, yep. in, in, in essence what you're saying? Is to realize Absolutely. where your strengths lie and play within those yeah. strengths and then find that team to build this incredible community around you where you're singing off the same page and it really is creating a movement for what you're looking to achieve. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I found it interesting. I, I heard an interview of uh, Pete Sampras's coach and they said, man, his forearm as a tennis player is, is amazing. His service is great. His, his backhand's not great. And they said, what do you do on his backhand? And they said, we don't really do anything for his backhand because his backhand is never going to be his greatest strength. You know, his backhand is probably, and, and you got to think about this um, when, if your listeners are listening to this and go, what do I do with that? It's like, you got to understand what your skills are. And let's say you're naturally wired as a supporter type person, work on that more, you know, because you could go from an eight out of 10 to a 10 out of 10. Whereas Pete Sanfres's coach knew that his backhand was weak. It was only a four out of 10. And if they spent, 90% of their time training that weakness, it's only ever going to get to a six That's at best, right? right? That's because right. it's just not who he's naturally wired as. And so, yeah, um, when I work with people, it's just like, I want to know their strengths. I want to know what they're naturally wired for. And we'll focus on making that outstanding. You know what I mean? Yes, we'll, we'll give them a little bit of backhand training as well so they can reach people that, you know, they're not they're not uh, alienating from other people. Like I, I'm a big believer in um, one of my coaches is Lance, um, Lance Wall now, and he's got some phenomenal coaching. And he's the one who gave me this idea, which is the overextension of your gifting is the thing that's limiting. And so he says, yeah, someone like me who's naturally a driver type personality, the overextension of that is I'll drive people away. And he also says, you know, the overextension of an analytical type personality is they have analysis paralysis. They Absolutely. get so busy on analysis that they can't take any action. And Tony Robbins says you should never, ever leave the scene of a decision without taking massive action. Mm. And similarly, the overextension of a supporter type person is they become an enabler. Now, that's scary, right? It you is. can be so loving, so warm that you can actually be an enabler to someone who's doing the wrong things and you just can't find the courage to tell them what they need to hear over what they want to hear. You know, so that's the definition of a good friend and a good leader is that you'll tell someone what they need to hear over what they want to hear. Wow, that's killer. So what are some other tips just from a network marketing standpoint that you uh, have experienced that separate the entrepreneur network marketer to the right. real one that's making shit happen? Like what are some of those <laughs> key skills? Key skills are, are fundamental skills. Like you've got to know how to talk to people. You've got to know how to just get over yourself. Stop standing in the way of your own success. And most people that I know who are successful get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so you've got to step out of the comfort zone because that's the thing that limits you. You've got to be honorable, you've got to be teachable, and you've got to be honorable. So if you can develop those three H's, by the way, not my idea, it's from, where's my book here? It's from uh, Chris Brady and Aaron Woodward's book, Launching a Leadership Revolution, which is probably the best book I've read on leadership. And you know what? Leadership starts with leading an army of one person, which is me. You know, that's the only person I can lead right now. And it's about doing the things that I don't want to do quickly so that I can, I can do the things that I do want to do sooner. Um, 
I think the only difference between success and failure is people who, you know, if you do what the few people, the, the, the few things that many people won't do, if you do those things, then you'll enjoy the many things that few people do. Right, so it's just doing stuff which is kind of uncomfortable, kind of inconvenient, and just do it a lot, get it out of the way sooner so that you can enjoy the benefits of it. And what you'll find, what I love about the business of network marketing, it's kind of like a personal transformation course, this kind of uh, disguised as a business because the person you become in the process is, is someone who's stronger. There's someone who, who knows who they are. It's someone who who has a sense of pride in doing the hard stuff. You know, um, I know a lot of six-figure income earners, million-dollar income earners from my company, and I don't necessarily like them, but I do respect them because they have the smoke of battle on them. Mm. You know what I mean? They've done the hard yards and they've pushed through some incredible odds and they've definitely earned my respect, even though I don't really like them because <laughs> – what I found is there's all sorts of people that make this up. You know, I, I remember um, when my wife and I first got started in our company, we qualified for an all-expenses luxury cruise of the Caribbean. Totally changed my life. And for you over in the U.S., not a big deal to go to the Caribbean. It's, it's a always thing. a big deal. All expense yeah. paid is awesome. So yeah. definitely. And it's even better when you travel from the bottom of the world right. from deep down under Australia to go to the Caribbean. Are you yeah. kidding? That's amazing. That's very you get a balcony suite and all. <laughs> ex- it's just awesome. But the thing that was most incredible for me was I started interviewing all these six and seven figure income earners because I was brand new. I think I'd been with the company for three months. I think I'd earned, I don't know, maybe a couple hundred dollars and I qualified for this cruise interviewing these people and man, there was a motley bunch of people. You know, there were people who had, who were, um, they were just, they had serious swag. You know, they knew what they were doing. They were slick. They were sharp business operators. And then there were people who were not. And I'm so grateful for the people who were not because the most uh, valuable thing I got out from the cruise was the people who I met. And it was the people who were not sharp, who were not business savvy, who were just people who were real people, gave me permission to believe that there was room for me at the top as well. I love that. And so yeah. that's why I'm goofy because, you know, that's why sometimes I make mistakes and I'm cool with it. And sometimes I'll deliberately make a mistake and I'll stuff it up on purpose <laughs> so that people can go, hey, there's room for me. Look at that guy from Australia. What exactly. a clown. Exactly. Oh, you know what I mean? I was like, I can't believe he said that. He he got the compensation plan mixed up. Um, you know, and I, look, I don't need to deliberately make mistakes. They just happen all, all, automatically. But it's okay because that sort of stuff is relatable. You know what I mean? It's like i got to be a bit careful with Facebook, for example. And I don't want to be always showcasing the A reel. You know what I mean? This, this is my highlights of my life. And it's kind of like that post, hey, listen, guys, remember, kids on Facebook, we are the perfect family. No, I want to be, I don't want to be that person at the expense of being relatable to people. That's and, awesome. And what I found too was this business is like, it helped me in every aspect of my life. My job where I was getting $300 a week, that turned into a $70,000 a year job. It was awesome. And then I started to work that job part-time and make 70 grand a year. It was very, very cool because of who I became in that process, the person I became, the people skills I acquired, the confidence that I learned. Man, it was, it was amazing. So every aspect of my life 
change from who I who I was as a husband to who I am today, who I who I was as a dad to who I am today. You know, just because you you're looking at, I guess the things that you want to have, and it, it gives you. I guess an awareness to unplug from the matrix and and just go. What is it that I want for my life? And so, my question to your listeners is: Who are you, and what do you want, and why do you want it, and what is the expense of not having it? I guess if nothing else, um, this space, this industry gave me the opportunity to ask those important questions: Who am I? What is it that I want, and why am I here? And so, yeah, who am I as a dad? Who, as a, who am I as a husband? How am I showing up as an employee? Who am I as a leader? You know, I couldn't even lead myself. And so the person I became in the process of all those ups and downs, and when I first got started, gosh, it was like an emotional roller coaster. I don't know if you've ever had that experience, but I remember my first person that I got started was like, oh, I was on such a high. It's like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know. I want to make a note to that. Absolutely. And I don't want to miss it. I also want to pinpoint the fact, Simon, that it's about being real and authentic. And if yeah. you're a hot mess at the beginning, just laugh it off because that gives other people permission to be a hot mess in the process. And it makes them comfortable to say, well, holy crap, well, if that guy could do it, I can do it. And that's exactly. what's so real, right? Because yeah. nobody's perfect. And actually, the people that are perfect, it's lies. Nobody's perfect. And it's also annoying. It's like, come on, dude, you're really not that perfect, you know? Yeah, so being exactly. real is so critical. I don't want to miss that that whole thing. The other yeah. part of this is where you're going is to discipline your disappointment, as we learned yeah. from Jim Rohn, right? You know, exactly. as a network yeah. marketer, I remember it's the highs are very high, and then people mm -hmm. are promise and promise and promise. Don't hear what they say. You watch what they do. Right. That's yeah, the that's difference. It. That's the difference. And, and ultimately, when I heard that one statement from the late great Jim Rohn, discipline to learn to discipline your disappointment. That's very powerful. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Really cool stuff. So that's that's how I show up. That's how. I learn to show up is uh, I look at what people are doing. Just like you said, it's like, yeah, talk is cheap. You can train birds to do that. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> That's awesome. so I want to watch. I mean, I had a coach who used to say, how do you know when people are lying, their lips are moving? And I don't like to believe that about people, but I believe talk is cheap. I want to see what they're doing. I don't get excited now if someone joins my team. I want to see where they are a year from now. You know what I mean? I want to know if they're going to stay the course, if they're that committed about their success. And I don't make the trap, you know, I don't make the mistake of being more excited about someone else's success than they are. That's never a, that's never a winning hand. And I can't do it because there are other people out there who are as serious and as committed to their own success that I'm missing out on and that your listeners might be missing out on working with someone who is qualified to work with. They're honorable, they're honorable, and, and they're hungry for more. But because you're wasting your time working with someone who needs it, you're missing out on working with someone who deserves it. And that's, that's bad for everybody. Because there so are true. people out there who want to step up, who want to give it their best shot, and there are people who will stay the course. And no matter what, you know, they will do it until, you know what I mean? They've got in their mind, I will become a six-figure income earner. I don't care what it takes. Um, when it happens, if it happens in a year, that's cool. That's great. It happened for us in a year, but it's no race 
If it happened in five years, if you could work part-time in a business venture where you had to not worry about marketing, not worry about uh, research and development, not worry about you know tax issues and, and not worry about having the right attorneys in place, if all that was done for you, customer service was done, shipping fulfillment was done, product warehouse storage was done, accounting was done, all you had to do was bank checks, is it worth it to earn a six-figure income if it takes you five years to do that? And the answer is, what else have you got going on that's going to give you that sort of freedom where you could be part of the 7-Eleven club? I'm, I'm part of the 7-Eleven. You know, I wake up at 7, help my wife get the kids for school, I make her a coffee every morning, pat the puppy dog, we've got a new puppy dog, <laughs> and then, you know, I'm back to sleep, I'm back to bed, and I'm, or whatever, I'm making some eggs and I'm pretty, pretty much starting my day at 11. That's the 7 to 11. Love it. You know, it used to just be 11 until we had kids and they kind of wrecked everything. Uh, you can't you can't get up when you finish sleeping, right? No, you <laughs> because can't. You have to be you have to step up with a greater level of responsibility, mm-hmm. and you've got to now have a couple of other guys who you're being an example to of of what greatness looks like. But you can still do it on your terms. So yeah, that's what we do. That's what my day looks like. It's awesome. So to to really be present in the moments that, as routine as they may sound, they matter. I remember for my son when. I quit my job and I was, um, you know, working full time as an entrepreneur. I love the fact that I can go over in Halloween. I remember a moment uh, during Halloween at school. They had a little party and I was passing out cupcakes. And that was a really big deal to him. He's like, yeah. Mom, I'm so happy you're here. And yeah. I just that moment was worth all these all the pain, all the decisions, because mm. those are the matters that those are the moments that matter. It's yeah. little things that they remember. It's not that you have a rate, like the stupid 2% raise <laughs> from That's your right. job and that you got the different title. That doesn't matter to them. It's passing yeah. out the cupcakes in the middle of the day. So Man. absolutely. absolutely. And it's weird. There's, there's, some, there's some weirdness that happens in the whole equation too. Like sometimes you have to pay the price. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, man, um, there were like three nights a week that I was gone from my family. You know, because I was out building a business and I had to be away from my family for a season. And the cool thing is anyone can do anything for a season. I had to be away from my family for a season to then later on be more present with them, you know, for for a much longer season. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, so I've been building my business, which is a six-figure income, you know, building building that very much on a part-time basis. I put maybe, I don't know, um, maybe five to ten hours a week right now. To, to earn a multiple six-figure income, and it's, it's, it's awesome. But the thing is that I love the most is I can show up for a sports day for my kids. I can see them at a performance. I can see them at a recital. I can, I can be there during the day at a swimming carnival where, you know, there's, sometimes there's mums, but there's very rarely dads there, you know, and Absolutely. it's just that's reality for a lot of people. So I was able to kind of escape the matrix, but, you know, it took – the, the thing that I was after the most was the thing that it required investing the most of, which was my time availability. I remember that, um, gosh, the first, um, the first 10 years of my married life, my dad was really successful as a business entrepreneur. And, um, but the thing is, he wasn't available time-wise. We never, ever saw him, right? And I thought, man, if success, I made this agreement and there's great power in agreements and on, on, in both ways. I made... Uh, I made a, uh, an agreement with a negative belief system that says, you know, if being successful means that I have to be away from my family, 
then I don't want any success. I don't want it. It's not worth it. Oh, wow. And so I spent the first 10 years of my married life being broke because I made this agreement with a faulty belief system. And then, you know, it came a time where there was so much pressure on uh, my marriage. Uh, one Christmas morning, my wife says, wakes up on Christmas Day and says, I can't do it again. On Christmas morning. I said, what do you mean you can't do it again? I can't live another year like a repeat of the last decade. You know, it's kind of like Groundhog Year. You know, the same year lived over and over again for the last decade of frustration and hopes dashed and debt mounting and phone calls from the grocery store saying, hey, man, I'm buying everything that's marked down that's on sale and there's no money in the account again. Thanks, click. I never wanted to hear that call again. And so Christmas Day, what I think is, is probably the most painful Christmas of my life, ends up being the greatest gift on Christmas Day, my wife giving me the gift of an open, honest talk to say, here's where I'm at. Things have got to change if we're going to stay together, yeah. you know. And so she was my high school sweetheart, still is. <laughs> and I wanted to start a family, have kids. I couldn't afford to do it. She was working, but we couldn't afford to have her out of the workforce to rely on my $300 a week, right? So I had to take responsibility. And I believe there's great personal power, like Tony Robbins says, in taking personal responsibility and making it happen, saying if it has to be, it's up to me. I've got to get out of victim. I've got to get out of blame. And I can't blame my parents, my government, uh, my school teachers, my friends, people in business who ripped me off, whatever. I can't blame the economy. And I have to choose not to participate. <laughs> I have to choose to participate in my own reality and create my own reality today. And so that urgency, um, she said, you know, she gave me six months and man, I didn't know I had what it took. Uh, I think most men don't know what they have, what it takes, but you do. And I do. And so we just created some spectacular results, which, uh, you know, I didn't have a great track record, right? I didn't know if it was possible for someone like me. And all I know is that uh, I took massive action. I had to, you know, Tony Robbins says, if you want to take the island, you got to burn the freaking boats. Absolutely. And so... I burnt my boats. There's no way. There's just not a chance that I'm stepping away from my high school sweetheart. Not going to happen. So chances are if you burn the boats, if you like do or die, chances are people are going to find a way to survive. And so my marriage survived. We did really well. And, um, yeah, we're still doing really well. We have ups and downs. Um, we had an open, honest conversation just last week because <laughs> it's real, right? It's, it's life. It gets messy. It gets real. And so you probably won't see that on Facebook. But <laughs> yeah, we suggest not putting any videos like that. For- not so much. Not so I don't much, think yeah. she'd appreciate that because you because you got to remember, happy wife, happy life. That's Absolutely. really the secret. Yeah, that's the secret. <laughs> so Simon, my friend, we are way over a half an hour, if you can believe that. Oh, wow. I know. It's incredible. The, the time flies. But I wanted to capture this. What are three books that have positively shaped you in, in your thinking that have really helped you become um, a successful entrepreneur? Cool. This one? <laughs> we went Think even, and Grow uh, Rich. Yeah, Think and Grow Rich. Of course. Um, I would have Launching a Leadership uh, Revolution by Aaron Woodward and Chris Brady. Okay. Which is this one. Launching like a Leadership Revolution by Chris Brady yeah. and Aaron Woodward. Great. Yeah, phenomenal book. And you know what? I really like this was a really cool book. Tim Ferriss's The Four Hour Work Week. Absolutely. Just helped me, and it's just on my shelf right here, just helped me think differently um, because what I know now is that Bill Gates 
does not wake up at five in the morning and work till um, all hours of the night to get ahead, right? He thinks differently. He takes different. Bill Gates does not have a to-do list, all right? And I, 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 you know, my dad used to work around the clock, okay? And then I started to um, think about, you know, the guy that's mentioned in this book is Andrew Carnegie, the steel magnate. Yes. Now, Andrew Carnegie used to take a two-hour lunch pretty much every day. And he was gone from the office at 4.30 in the afternoon most days. And he would travel to Scotland for three months of the year. Now, I'm here to tell you that, man, we've got to change our thinking. This book helped me do that. Uh, the four-hour work week, that helped me do that as well. Is that it's not about slaving away. You know, you're either going to be um, leveraging or being used as someone else's lever. And I think if there's one thing that I would say to your listeners, you've got to start something that creates leverage in your life. And yes, um, network marketing can do that. Uh, and you can leverage off um, the infrastructure that's already in place. That's what someone like me who's on five, you know, $300 a week, there's no way I can start a business from scratch, start my own supplement business. But I can kind of get into a quasi business for myself, which has got all the, it's like I've got a business partner, with, which is a multinational company, you know, a, a multi-million dollar company that has runs on the board, a track record, a system, and someone like me can participate in something. That's why I love the industry we're in. I, I think it's amazing. But yeah, they're, they're my three books um, because it helped change my thinking. And um, I think the key, the most powerful force in the universe is leverage. And I think we either... If we don't go after it, we're going to be used as one for someone else. Brilliant words. And and really, if you think about it, whether it's what Tim Ferriss talks about and certainly examples like Andrew Carnegie and Think and Grow Rich, it's about tapping into the systems. So yeah. your coaching program for network marketers is a format of a system. And yeah, so absolutely. that course is company agnostic. You don't have to be in Simon's downline. But what it is, is a call to action. If you're not tapping into a system, you're not understanding how this works. Let mm -hmm. Simon's hindsight be your foresight and and really tap into the systems because that's really the secret sauce. It's yeah, the absolutely. systems, it's the consistency and the right mindset. Gosh, this yeah. was a really good call. I mean, I think we covered so much. Um, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, so Simon, how does someone get in touch with you um, to tap into that coaching program? Sure. Well, the first thing I do is I have a, a two-hour free webinar, Brilliant. which I pretty much give a lot of probably the three um, biggest secrets that I've discovered over the last 14 years, which have been responsible for me generating literally millions of dollars, not only for myself, but several people on my team. And that's at instantbusinessninja.com where they can register for that free two-hour workshop. And if they want to have any further coaching and training, we do a, like a seven-module course. And I'll give details on the website there. But Instant Business Ninja is uh, where they can go register for that free webinar. Just to like a kind of a get to know you. I'm going to give away some, uh, some awesome uh, content on that webinar, which has been responsible for my success and several others on our team. Great. So we're going to have that in the show notes as well as Simon's social media handles so that you can connect with him and tap into that wonderful brain of yours, uh, <laughs> full of success and all the right thinking um, to catapult your business to the next level. And thank you, Simon, so much. It's been such an honor to have you um, on the show. And I know that people that are interested in really growing their network marketing business are going to be listening to it again and again, because we do give seven figure secrets that really make a difference. So thank you, Simon.
Thanks so much for having me, Thank Patty. You. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Boss Free Society podcast. If you want more, connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society, or join our group of other boss-free-minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook. <laughs>